Good evening. Today's daf is Shkalim Daf Yerches. We're on Yudzayin Amud Beis, four lines from the bottom. So we're continuing uh, the machlekes between the Tanakama and Rabbi Yosi Beir Rabbi Huda regarding the ten shulchanes, the ten extra tables that Shlomo Hamelach put in the Beis Hamikdash, ten extra ones uh, in excess of Moshe Rabbeinu's original shulchan. So we had a machlekes if they would use it as a shulchan for the lechem upon him, or it was simply there as just extra furniture. People asked after the daf, like, what exactly do they need it for? Honestly, according to the chachamim, there would be no reason. It's just there to, according to Tanakhama, it's just there to look nice, an extra 10 tables. So we want to say that this, this machlekes, whether they used it or not, is dependent on another machlekes. So Tani, Mizrach umarev hayu nesunin. It was placed from east to west, and in the northern side. Divrei Rebbe, meaning going in a line east to west. You look at your, the picture I sent out, you'll see that, that the, um, let me just get to the picture. It's good to look at it. That, the Kaidish HaKadoshim is all the way in the west, and your, the, the south side of, is supposed to have the Menaira. And the north side is supposed to have the shulchan. So if you're going from east to west, you could put 10 shulchanos in the northern side going from east to west. No problem. It would be going from north to south and not going from east to west. So it would go all the way from the north part all the way to the south part. And the Gemara is like this. That kula ruin lesheros. That according to the Manda Amar Rebbe that says it goes from Mizrach to Marav, so everything makes sense because then you could use it for the Lechma Panim and it's technically in the proper zone. It's in the north uh, west zone, that's fine. Or going from west to east, that's fine. It's northeast as well. As long as it's in the north, we're good to go. Uh, but Manda Amar Tsafim Vidarma was going from north to, to south, so then you're going to have Nimtza comes out of Shulchan Badarim, and Shulchan's going to be in the south, and we know that the Shulchan in the south is not kosher. It has to be only the Shulchan in, in the north, so it seems like that you could, you could say that those, that's the same achlekes between the Tanakhama and Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Huda, where the Mandama that holds, they used it all 11 Shulchanites, they had to be in the north. But the other Mandamur says, no, they just used Maishu Rabbeinu Shulchan. So if you're just using it as furniture, do whatever you want. Put it wherever you want. It would not be a issue. Next, uh, the Menorah B'Tzafin. There's two ways to learn this piece of Gemara. We'll just assume the Menorah had to be in the Tzafin, and or we'll just skip those words. So once we mention the Shulchan, we're going to mention something else. We learned in the following b'risa. The Shulchan had to be from the half we're just going to use the the hechel as as our uh, field here. So it has to be more in the inner 50 yards. We'll call it the 50-yard line. But here, if you look at amos, it means within the the 20 amos closer to the kodesh hakadoshim. So mechatzi habayis filufnim happens to be the the size of the base hamikdash was double the size of the of the of the mishkan. So. If you look at some of the Rishonim, they're explaining it had to be 
within the 10 Amos, but really it's 20 Amos because the Hechel, as you see in the art school's picture, was 40 Amos. That's double the Hechel and the Mishkan. Hechel and Mishkan was 20 Amos, the Kaiser Redeshim was 10 Amos, and here we have double. So, the Shulchan had to be Mechatzi by Sulafnim. Mashach mena Kaiser Shte Amos Mechs had to be at least two and a half Amos from the Kaiser, so there would be walking space. Klapiat Safoin. And it has to be in the northern part, the northern half of the Hechal. So if you look at your picture, that's where it is, the table. Kinegda, Umanaira, what about the Menaira? Kinegda with Dharma should be uh, right opposite it in the south. So you have the, the Shulchan in the north and the, and the Menaira in the south. Now the Mizbech Hazav, I know some bias, the Mizbech Hazav, the golden Mizbech was right in the middle. You just look in the picture right in the middle. Choyle Kasabayas, it actually divides the, the bias in half. Mechatsiyai Vilufnim from the, the, ten, the ten inner Amos. Mashach Kima Klapechatz. But it should be closer towards the outside than the inside. Why is that? Because you don't, you don't want to have a, you don't want it to be in between the Shochan and the Menorah. So you look at your picture, you'll see that it's, that even though it's in, right in between the Shochan and the Menorah, but it's not blocking it, there's no Chatitza, so you could see all three. Now, the kulan hayunasun mishlish habayis for the fnim. This is a cryptic lush, and the point the, it means like this. Now we're not dealing with the hecha; we're dealing with the entire uh, kaidish and kaidish akadashim together. So a shlish, we're just going to go with the the measurements of the base hamikdash in the art school diagram. A shlish is twenty amos, so it had to be inside of those twenty amos, meaning not in the first third, outside that first third. So that's what it is. It's in the second third of the, of the measurement of the Hechel and the Kaddish HaKadoshim. So it is where, where it's supposed to be. But it's a funny Lushen of saying it. You would have said, Hayinasen, uh, you know, in the two-thirds. It means Mishlish, outside a third of Habayis, Vilafnim, and inside of that. So it's closer to the Kaddish HaKadoshim, and that's the point. Next, so we said there was these 10 extra Shulchanis, and you have ten extra menorahs that were made by Shlomelech. Eser menorahs aser Shlomesh. Now Vayasa says menorahs azav asher kimishbatam eaten b'hecha chamesh miyamin v'chamesh mismal nine on the right and uh, sorry ten, uh, five on the right and five on the left. So once again, the Gemara explains where these five were. In Tamar chamesh b'tzaf and chamesh b'darim. If you want to tell me that five were in the north and five were in the south. That doesn't make any sense. The menorah has to be in the south. It has to be in the south. So What does it mean five on the right and five on the left? The same terrace we had yesterday's daf. menorah was in the proper place. You had five on the right and five on the left of Moshe Rabbeinu's menorah. Just by the way, just a halacha that comes up on Hanukkah, many shuls will, I mean, I guess, light, up, light Hanukkah candles in the Beis HaKnesses, and you don't put it, the Pesach Habayis, where do you put it? You put it in the south side of the shul. So if you, your standard shul, if the Aaron's facing Mizrach, so it's going to be, going to be on the right side, and Machlik is facing people, but it's supposed to be on the right side, the Durham, that's the proper place to put the menorah. Just by the way, another halacha that comes up is that there's a question if you're allowed to make a bracha on, on lighting that. What if no one stays around? What if you're making a bracha? Right? There's, there are questions regarding that. But the theme is that this is really Zecher Lebeis It's not the classic 
mitzvah of Hanukkah, therefore you, you light again at your house. So it's really based on where the, where the menorah was in the base of Middash. We didn't make a bracha. There was a debate, right? We didn't make a bracha. Sure, but you make a bracha again at home. Different. It's a bracha on the minog, but it's zecher lebeis hamedish. It's not the the real pars. It's, it's parsumin. It's really parsuminisa of what the beis hamedish used to look like. But it's not the same mitzvah of Hanukkah of ner ish ubeisai. But yeah, we, we pass him to make a bracha on it. Okay. Now that we said, okay, there's ten extra menorahs. We have a similar thing that we said yesterday. Alpha pikein lohayyamavir elashal moishah b'vad. The only lit moishah rabenu's menorah. Never menorah says up and he said levayer ba'erev ba'erev every evening. Rabbi Yosi be Rabbi Yehuda Imer no al kulon hayyamavir. Once again, they they lit candles and all them. Never was a menorah and they were sehem hamenoyrois. The menorahs and they were sehem levarom kamish for the fein hadvir zav sagar cc that they lit. That's what they did. They lit all eleven menorahs. Next, it says, Va'aperach v'aneiris v'hamelka chayim. So you have the flowers, these candlesticks, and the tongs. Zavu mechloi zav. It was gold from gold. What does that mean? So hein kilu zahavai shal shloimai. The amount of gold they used, that, uh, that completed or wiped out shloimai melech from his gold. Doesn't mean he didn't have any money left, but it means there was a significant amount of gold put into this menorah. Tani, Rav Yehuda B'Shem Asir, Rav Yehuda B'Shem Asir said the following. For every menorah that Shlomo HaMelech made, he would take a thousand kikarim of Zav, Machnisan, and put them in liqueur to a core, which was, it's like a kiln, what is it? It's called a crucible. Umaytzion, and he would, you're refining the gold, and he would re- repeat it. Some held, did it a thousand times. Until you finally got the perfect kikers of the kaimash nemer kikers of tar asa isa that you have to make this gold it has to be pure gold one piece. Tanya amr rabbi yosi be rabbi huda ma'isim v'nor zav shasam ma'isim midbar v'hoisi yisera diner zav that it came out that uh, that there was an extra diner more than a kikar v'chnisu of course shemaynim pa'avu lechaser klum that what happened was they they put it into the kiln uh, this uh, crucible eighty times and. It came out the same. Nothing, it wasn't, it didn't diminish anything. That it was always the same weight as it was before. So how could you tell me that Shlomo Melech was dipping, putting it back in and he was losing some gold in the process? You see, it's not a problem. Before it's in its perfect barari, means like the healthiest form, strongest form, have a chaser sagin. Every time you do it, you're going to take off, like skimming the fat. At some point, there's no more left. I mean, do kaima barari klum. It's the purest gold. Putting it into this crucible is not going to change anything on that piece. Okay, back to the regular program. Next Mishnah. There was 13 Shefaris, which are these boxes, once again, these drop boxes that were shaped like a Shefar, shaped like a, like a small entrance, a small uh, opening, and water on the bottom. 13 of them, and the following is written on these 13. Number one, Tiklin Chaditin, new coins. Number two, the Tiklin Atikin, old coins. We learned uh, earlier in the Masechta. Even if it's not a year old, if you missed the three trumois, you missed uh, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, it's called Tiklin Atikin. Third one is Kinin, on the birds, the Geisle Ayla, and birds that were used for Ayla. Number five, Eitzim, wood. Number six, Levina, the Levina spice. Number seven, Zav, the Kaparis, gold for the Kaparis, and that's seven, we have 13, so six more. Shisha Linadava, six were Stam Linadava. 
and the Mishnah is going to explain one at a time. Tiklin Chadatin Shabachal Shana Vashonah. Every single year, the Machsa Shekel for that year was, was placed in the Tiklin Chadatin. Atikin, old ones, Mishla Hedi someone who didn't bring it last year, and we learned even it means he missed the first, uh, the first three times he could do it. Shaykel Shana Haba. So he, uh, he, he, he's going to put it into, uh, into the next year, and it's going to be like the Shiari Halishka. Number four, Kenan, the birds. Hain Tyron, you have this turtle dove, which uh, <coughs> which w- was going to be used for certain carbonates. The Gemara is going to explain which carbonates it was used for. And Vigaisle Ayla, Hain Bnei these pigeons, they were used for the birds of Ayla. Now, according to this opinion, these shayfaris, these drop boxes, were only going to be there cool and oilice. It was only there for those that were donating an oila. The, the standard was you would go to the base of Midrash, the women would go, they were bringing a bird, they would give these coins, and they would put it in the oila box, and they knew at the end of the day, the kahanam would bring their carbon. However, if you had to bring a chatas, you would not, uh, if you had a chiv to bring a chatas and, a, and an oila, as long as there was a chatas involved in this, you would not have a, a, a drop box to put your money in. And we're going to see why. You had to actually go to a coin, give them the money, and, and buy your carbon. These boxes for birds, it could be used both for chatas and both for oila. But those pigeons, that's only cool in the Those are only going to be made, uh, uh, designated for oilas. Next, someone says, I pledge to donate wood. Didn't say how much wood. What's the halacha? What's the you have to bring at least two blocks, two blocks of wood. That's the standard, what they did every single morning. So that's, that's what you meant. That's the stam donation is shnei gezirim, two blocks. Levina, if someone says levina, you can't give less than a kaimetz. That was the shear. Next, Zav, someone says, I'm giving gold. Lo yivchais mi dinner Zav, don't give less than a dinner of Zav. Shisha Lindava, six more boxes were Lindava. So the Gemara says, what do you do with this Nadava boxes? Nadava mehaya Aysenba, what do you do with this money? So the Mishnah says, Leichemba Aylais, they would buy Karbanais Ayla for the dessert of the Mizbech, and the Basar would be Lashem. The, the meat would go to Hashem. That's how an oil is processed, is, is burnt. Vairais, and the skin, the leather, lakahanam are given to the kahanam. Zem midrash darish yayasha yayada kaingado. Yayada the kaingado dash in the following pasuk. It says, Asham hu, Asham, Asham, Lashem. It sounds like it's an Asham. And then that you should bring this as an Asham. But then it says, Asham Lashem, it goes entirely to Hashem. Which one is it? Asham is processed like a chatas, that the kahanam can eat some of the meat, the rest is burnt. But Asham Lashem sounds like an oila where the kahanam don't get any of it. So which one is it? So he says like this. Exactly. This is the drasha of Yehoyada the Ashma. Let's say you're bringing a carbon, but it's coming from leftover money from a chatas, leftover money from an Asham. Okay? So Yilakach Mehepahen Oilais. So you purchase the oil from it, and Habas of the meat goes Lashem, goes to Hashem. You could accomplish, and you could learn, and you could have both psukim understood that the Pasuk says, Asham la Hashem, the meat goes to Hashem, yet Asham la Kain, there is something going to the Kain, that's the skin, the R of the oil. 
And the Pasuk says, So again, it wouldn't make sense that it goes to the Kahanim, that it's all going to the Kahanim, it's Lashem Chatos Asham. So it must be you bring the Ayla, and the Kahanim will get the skin, and Hashem, the Mizbeach, gets the meat. Okay. Tani, we're going to this is actually a very complicated halachic sugya. We're going to have all masechta on this. Kenan, we're, we're literally just mentioning it briefly, but uh, probably the hardest masechta in Shas is, is Kenan. You just need the, the charts and figuring out how many birds. It's all math. And Roiv and Sveikus, we just have a few lines of it, but you get a little uh, a brief glimpse. So Tanya, they didn't allow them to have a drop box for Kinim, for birds in Yerushalayim, for those that were Chayav Achatas and Oila. Mipnea Taroivas were going to be, we're afraid of Taruvas, that, that the money's going to get mixed up. What does that mean? So let's say a woman, she has to bring a Chatas and an Oila. Whatever the case is, a Yeledes, something like that, she has to bring a carbon chattis and the other two birds. Shema Thomas Achas, maybe one woman's going to die, and she already put money in the Dropbox, and now you have cash in there that was has the status of Dmei Chattis. And Halach is that a Chattis, Shemesu Baleha, if the owner of a Chattis dies, then Halach is the animal goes Lamisa. Right? And what about the money? The money goes liyam hamelach. It goes to the Dead Sea. You don't, you don't use the money. So what's going to happen? If you have a drop box that all women could just dump their stuff there, dump their money in there, to mechatos, to me'ayla, at some point you're going to have a problem because you can have this drop box full of cash and life happens. People are going to die. So let's say a woman dies, you can have to mechatos, mesos, maravos, you can have a sack, you have a drop box full of cash and there's going to be money in there that we really, halachas has to go yidam hamelach. Now we're going to ask, why don't we say bittel, this net? Yeah. Uh, so why, why don't we say brera or bittel? Yeah, so the Gemara mentions the brera business. It doesn't get into the bittel. So we have to wait for a different sugi and shas. The, the Bavli talks about it, but the Gemara at least says brera. But for some reason, bittel doesn't work. There are those achwanim that say that bittel doesn't work because it's a davar hachashiv, and something that's chashiv is not bottle. But that doesn't really help because in Hilchas Taruvais, Simon Koftas, I believe, that when we say Dabr Chashev is not Bato, that's a Dindarabanam. It's not a Dindarai, so that Dabr Chashev is not Bato. So it's very difficult to understand why there would not be Bittal in this case. But either way, we're assuming there's no Bittal. We have all this money, and if the money is, belongs to a woman who had died and she put it away as a Chatas, what are you going to do? You're going to be stuck. So the Gemara says, hold on a second. You're telling me where Rabbi Yehuda is concerned for this? But we have another b'risa that shows that Rabbi Yehuda is never concerned for it. A woman says, I have to bring a pair of birds. She just gave birth. She brings the cash. She puts it in the drop box. And she could assume, we actually had this in Psachim. We spoke about women bringing their, we had this the other day. We spoke about women bringing their karbanas, Arab Pesach. They don't know what happened. She could assume that 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 she's 
Good to go. Vaychalas pekachim that night. She could eat kachim. She could eat the current pace of the night. Ve'ena cheshesha. She doesn't have to be concerned. Shemnas atzal bahen. Maybe the kahanim were lazy. Didn't bring the carbon. Ve'ena koyin. And she doesn't have to be concerned. The koyin is going to be concerned. Chayshi shemat mechatois meses meravas pan. The koyin when he brings the birds doesn't have to when he when he has the money the money's dropped off in this shayfar doesn't have to be concerned that the mechatois meses meravas pan. So you see that and this is a stam mishnah. And it sounds like you could put money in the shayfar. She puts the money in the shayfar, and she goes home. And no one's concerned that the mechatos mesais marevus behen. So the Gemara says, it's an awesome stira. So the Gemara says, Kikarmi, when did Rabbi Yehuda say that he's concerned? That's only bechatos shemesu balein vadai. That's only when we know for sure, that, I'm sorry, that He's concerned that we're going to set up we're going to set up a situation where there's going to be a case one day that we're going to know that someone died. Meaning he's not concerned that people are going to die just amazai. He's concerned that one day it's going to happen that when we have this system of shayfaris everyone just throws in cash, someone's going to die one day and we're going to know about it and her friends are going to say she put money this morning into the shayfar. So you're going to have mois puzzle in the shayfar. So because of that concern, he says, don't do it. Don't make a shayfar lakine chayla. But if this woman decided, it doesn't say she should put it in lechatchila, but if she says, and she brought, it seems like a more of a bidiyah, but she brought her to make him nice not to have a shayfar, she put it in a shayfar, or she put it in a bag or something like that. So then, bidiyah, we're not going to assume Let's be concerned. Maybe she died. Maybe someone else died. He's not saying that. He, he's asking in advance. Where should we, is this a good idea or not to have these drop boxes, right? So yes or no, right? He's saying no. It's not a good idea. But if it happened, we're not concerned. Now the Amrinon. This is Adam's question. Why don't we say Brera? Let's take four zuz and then chuck four. Sorry. Well, let's say it was four zuz for, for, for a bird. Okay. You have a whole bag of coins. Take four coins, chuck it liyam hamelech, and say, oh, it must be that these are the four coins that have this, uh, that had the, the dmei chatas. Assuming you know exactly how many people died. Right, no, he's talking about, no, he's talking about only in the case, he was only concerned for vaday. Now that we're only concerned for vaday, we're not concerned for, for, for maybe. Only concerned for a vaday, for sure someone died. Don't set up the drop boxes because one day someone's going to die and you're going to have a problem. So Rabbi Hudo will deal with it that day. What, one day? We'll figure it out. How are we going to figure it out? We'll take four coins and throw them on Melech, right? We're only concerned, according to Rabbi Huda, if we, he's concerned that someone's going to die and we're going to know that they died and we're, we're going to be stuck. Meaning he's not concerned for Shema. It's only when there's a Vadai, we're not going to have anything to do with it. So, so, we can navigate it. We'll take four coins. We'll chuck aliyah hamelach. Ve'idel chishtim and everything else be mutter. So it's it's a tell that the Gemara even assumes this. First of all, even if this would be considered toilin, toilin only works midrabanan. Maybe the whole thing's midrabanan here. But additionally, let's see, let's see the terrace first. So the Gemara says, "Amrinu ba'am Rabbi Huda lesley breira." Rabbi Huda doesn't hold a breira that there's no that he doesn't hold a breira, and therefore you can't assume that the coin that that fell that was thrown in the hamelach that was the coin that was. Um, that was uh, the original, that was the coin that was originally hers. So this doesn't fit with any of the rules of Brera. Usually Brera has to be that, it got separated. Can we say money is fungible? 
No, so here's Dmei Chatas. There is, there is a Kedusha on it. Yeah, you're right. Regular money, Matzah, Shekel. Yeah, Dmei Chatas. By Dmei Chatas, yes. Yeah. Yeah, it goes the Amalach. It's not, uh, you can't redeem it. It's, 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 um, it has Kedusha, that those Damim. Okay, so this doesn't fit any of the rules of Breira, really. It's a Pella, the Gemara says it, but we're going to continue as... We do not pass like the sugya anyways. It's, uh, there's another sugya. There's a parallel sugya in Bavli. We'll get to that one day, Mertesha. Okay. Go, moving on to the next part of the Mishnah. So the next part of the Mishnah was discussing wood. So the Mishnah said, You have to bring at least two blocks of wood. Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Bun, Omar. Rabbi Ba, Bar Mamal Ba. He asked the following Shiloh. He said like this, Omar, if someone said, I'm not giving eights him, I'm giving eights. It's a Lashon Yachid. So do we say maybe Gizer Echad? Should he be allowed to bring one board? He said eights. So what's the answer? Amar Belazar, Masnisa, Amra Kain. The Mishnah on Yuma says like this. Shezek Karben Fnei Zek Karben Fnei We're going to see from the Mishnah on Yuma that each piece of wood is considered significant on its own. And therefore, if someone said Harei Alai eights, he could bring one piece of wood. Kehai Detin Tamal Mutin Mishnah on Yuma. So the Tamid Shabain Arbayim was, uh, was, the Mishnah there says, was brought with 11 Kahanim. 11 Kahanim were necessary to bring the Tamid Shabain Arbayim. And the Karba needed nine. And the Mishnah says, V'oit Shnayim, this is where we're picking up from, V'oit Shnayim Biyadim Shnayim Number 10, number 11, they brought the wood. So you see that each one is carbon. L'Rabbis Esa Eitzim, that each one is considered uh, significant. And one at a time. So when someone says, Harei eight, all he has to do is bring one. Next. Rabbi Shuma Levi Amar. The thickness of the, beam, of the beam, of the piece of wood, was Amma. It was Amma thick. The Amma Soichekas. That the Amma that was happy, which is more expanding. When you expand yourself, you're happy. So, six Tvachim. Back to Misafel's Erevin. Va'arkon. And the length was also an ama, but it was ba'ama geduma. It was a metzumtzum, an ama. The the mission, the gemara, Irvin said ama atzei. If it's a depressed ama, small ama, five tvachim. Rabbi Chayni Bishim, Rabbi Ami says kimin tartani. It wasn't so thick. It was the thickness of a piece of wood from this scale, so uh, it wasn't so thick. Or either it means it was very thin, or it means that it was the same five tefach ama on both sides. The reason why it had to be Amma by an Amma is because the Maracha, the, the fire, the, where they put the fire on the Mizbech itself, was only an Amma by an Amma. It had to be an Amma, uh, an exact, a small Amma by an Amma, so you could have a little bit of wiggle room. You don't want to overlap the Maracha. The Tony came, and we had the following braces like this. And we brought another picture. We sent Amma, meaning a list of the following things that had to do with the Mizbeach that was only an Amma by an Amma. So Amma Yisoid, the Amma of the base, Amma Soiviv, the Soiviv that went around the Mizbeach was called the Soiviv, Amma Karkoiv, where the Kahanam would walk, the Amma Koronis, each Koronis, each of the corn, the corners, the, or the horns, the corners of the Mizbeach, the, you know, your four bases, those are called, uh, those are an Amma. V'amarach, and the Marach also was an Amma. So that's how you have, uh, we see in the Bryce that, the, that it was also an Amma. So continuing the theme, Amma, Amma, Amma. And that's why the wood was Amma by Amma. Next, the Mishnah said Levina. 
if someone says, don't bring less than a kmitza. How do I know that? Nemar says, we just had this Pasha uh, So the Mincha was Askarasa. The Pasuk says, We know it had to be a Malik, it had to be a Kmitza, as the Pasuk says, by a chatos, the kamatz akayim mena milay kumtzayas askarasa. So avaskar merkan milay kaimis that the minimum shear is the kmitza. Mar says, hold on a second. Ima askara askarum rulalon shnei kamatzin. One second. There, by the lechem upon him, he needed two kmitzas. So avaskar merkan. So to buy, when someone promises a levaina, he should also have to bring shnei kamatzin, two kmitzas. No. The source that we know by the tum, by the lechem aponim that needed the levina, they need to do two kmitzos. That's learnt out from askarasa askara once again from the minchas chayte. Someone who did an avera, he brings a mincha that he only brought one kmitza. So it's one kmitza. That's the original source. Don't bring me from lechem aponim. That there's two halach is all you need to do is one. How do I know that? Malah halan. When it comes to minchas chayte kaimet techaser pasul, if he brings a kmitza that's too small, kmitza is the three fingers. Less than that, it's pasul. Afkan by levaina kaimet techaser pasul. Less than the kaimet is pasul. Amra Rabbi Yosi Musa Rabbi La Amra that from Rabbi La. You see the following, If someone is in the snadi of a levina, you bring the kaimates of the kain, since the minchas chayte, someone who did an avera, and he brings a kaimates mincha, how much does he bring? He brings the kaimates, but a kaimates is subjective. So, whose kaimates? He has to bring the kaimates of the kain, because the kain is, is the one that's doing it. So, so too, someone who promises uh, Levina, he has to figure out, I don't know which kain, but figure out the kaimates of the kain. The said that, but the Gemara says, no, Rabbi says, no, but even the owner's kaimates, that's enough to bring, you don't have to start measuring the kaimates. Zav, if someone says, I'm giving gold, don't bring less than a dinner Zav. That's only if you mentioned a coin. He didn't mention a coin, he just said gold. Maybe a filut sinar, he could bring even something small, a little uh, dessert spoon or something, a small little fork. That would also be enough. You don't have to bring a thick coin. The Mishnah continues, Shishal Nadava, six drop boxes for, for the Nadava. That in every Mishmah there was a base Av, they took turns, six, six days of the week, and each one had a day, Shabbos, they all did it together. So each one of them had their own box. Six types of animals. All these animals, so each one had its own box. Six carbonis, that if you have extra cash, of these carbonates goes to Lunadava. So which ones are they? Kinezavim and Kinezavis. That's number one, the birds. Number two is Kine Yaldais. Number three, Chatais. That's that's three, Achatos. Number four is Ashamais. Number five is Menachais. And number six, Vasiris Eight for all these things that, not if the animal was left over, if the cash that was, that was, this, uh, designated for that, and you have leftover cash. You already used the carbon, and you have leftover money. So that money goes in the double. So these are the six different boxes. I'm Rabbi Yechonai. That's not the reason. The reason why we have six of these is because you needed a lot of drop boxes for this Nidavas, and therefore 
if you would only have one box, so then the money that was put there first day of Nisan is going to be sitting on the bottom of this shaifar till next year. And for 20 years, it's Nadava money. So it's going to get... Uh, it's going to get ruined. The, the coins are going to get ruined. So you have six boxes. Doesn't so, say why six. You said you need more than one. Right. But, but everyone else says six. Yeah, exactly. Hundred percent. Yeah, nothing to do with the six. Yeah, it's to be six. I don't know. Whatever. Maybe thirteen. We always need thirteen. So we we had seven, and then we uh, we added six to have thirteen. Okay. Let's just do one more piece. Another cryptic Gemara. So the Mishnah said that was a drasha of Yehayada the Kain Gadol. And he said, based on my drasha, I have two, these two psukim come alive. If these two psukim make sense, even though it's asham lashem, it's also asham lakain. The oila, the meat, is burnt, that goes lashem, and the skin goes to the kain. Okay. So, the, the psukim in, in, a, in the end of Sefer Malachim described that he put a orin, a box, for cash. Yet in Divrayamim, it says once again, that it sounds like there was there was two uh, two boxes for money there. Okay, and, and this is after a lot of the Basamidish was ruined. So he was like replacing these Arainois, these uh, boxes for money. So let's see. the Pasik says, so once they finished making it, they brought the the rest. I'm sorry. Once they finished collecting, they brought the the kasef in front of the melech via yada. Which sounds like it's yada's the kind of though that it's literally right in the base of midrash. Yet it said earlier, but the gemara didn't bring this down. It sounds like it was outside the base of midrash. Where does it say it? It says. They, they took it out. So is it in or is it out? So He made two donation boxes. One next to the Mizbeach and one outside the Mizbeach. Out, outside the base of the Tani debate Rabbi Shmuel that there was only one box. It says So he made a hole in it. And he put it in it, Oisoi, Eitzel right next to the Mizbeach as a collection box. So only one, that is the opinion of Rabbi Shmuel. I have a hodich, so the Pasuk says, It sounds like it wasn't by the Mizbeach, it was in the Shar Beis Hashem on the outside. So Amorav Chuna, that Mipneat Mam, he originally only had one, and he took it outside because the Tamei people couldn't give, donate money, because they couldn't come into the base of Mikdash. So he took the box, put it outside where the tiny people would have access to it, but it's the same box. You just, easier to collect money. However, the Gemara finishes off, also very uh, confusing, says, no, that really, they had two boxes. How do I know that? Because it says like this. It says, that you don't want the base Hashem to be full of extra cash. You want the money to go, as the Pesach says, give it to those that did work. So that means it's like this. Any time, so if you had one box for funds, that box would have been designated for clay shares, for utensils that were used for the Avaidah. Now, if you have, so, so uh, if, but, but, um, but we needed money to pay people. 
So how would you figure out, you know, without overlapping? So it must be, this is his raya, again, it's not so simple, but his raya is that if we had another one, another klesh, another box, so then it makes sense he had two. So he had one for the klishares, yet we needed to pay so there's another one of the um, another another box that another box. So he had two at the end. So that's my chalikas in the Gemara. If there was one box or two boxes, Hadron Alach Perik Yud Gimel Shefaris. Tomorrow we'll start the seventh Perik of Shkalim.